0: So, how many of you had to get up and open Christmas presents this morning? How many of you done that already? Wow. Okay, that's because you guys got little kids. See, I don't have little kids no more. We. So to, oh, I have a grand. I, I've got a grandson. I got, but I know you guys have to do that. I remember the the big story in our family, particularly from the part of my son, was those four a.m. knocks on the door. You know, and uh, it's Christmas. Uh, what time are we getting up? And. And we had just gone to bed because we had stayed up wrapping that stuff all night that they're going to take the paper off uh, uh, in a few minutes. And it, true to form now, the other day, because uh, my, my daughter Alicia gave Max uh, his, his Fisher-Price drum set. As I said earlier, she doesn't like you guys. Uh, it's at my house right now, but it has to go. <laughs> but it, true to form, Max, um, uh, when we opened the box the other day because she was going out of town. She wanted him to see it, and he... Uh, Took the drumsticks and began to everything in the den became a drum, including you if you were there. And then, then after a few moments, his attention turned to the box. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, the box looks like a lot of fun as well. So, so uh, all right. So some of us are going to open our gifts later because we had, we're here at church. The Good. I want to thank all of you for being here today. Let's give yourselves a hand because you know. I know it's. It will be easy to stay home and 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 uh, now see. I don't see Travis Lacey here today, but yet this morning I recall seeing something on Facebook about his first sweet potato pie. See, that's why I don't mess with Facebook. I don't want to know what y'all's business when you ain't here. He's, he he probably decided to make another pie, and he's probably in there. Like, <laughs> <I> w- <laughs> she said it looked good too. <laughs> I went on there basically to look at the church page, you know, and uh, and then, you know, I, I, and, and I saw that, I said, oh, you know, it's, it's that. either that or he ate some of it and it, he went into a sweet potato coma. I don't know. Uh, okay. Sherry, good to see you this morning. We're glad, we're, we're grateful for how God has brought you through this year and last year and for... Well, that's, that's, that's a wonderful Christmas gift to us. Walter, same for you. Both, both of you battled cancer in the last year, year and a half, two years. And we, thank God that we were all together to be able to live as community and walk through that and see God bring you guys out and, and to see the smiles on your face and to see, the, to see, the, you know, see your health restored. Things like that, to me, are, are precious gifts during this time of year. You are a, a gift to, to us this time of year. Relationships—it's not just you know stuff is nice, and I I, I like things like everybody else. I, I you know I I, I pre- appreciate you know possessions and you know that kind of thing. But you know isn't it isn't it a blessing to have people in your life that, that 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 care about you? It's a blessing to have others in your life to share your life with. And and this morning, as I want to just share with you a word. I, this has been a, and I'll talk about this more at Watch Night. But this has been 2016 is. The, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give you some examples of this on Saturday night. But uh, 2016 is one of those years. You know, the the, the uh, joke on a lot of uh, places, like on on the on the Twitterverse and stuff, is like, you know, here's me at the beginning of 2016, it'll be like some crazy picture of something, somebody really young and vibrant. And you take some some picture of somebody, to- and this is me at the end. <laughs> and and there are a lot of people have are having a lot of fun with that because there's a lot of different examples of it. But the idea is that man, this has been a year. And uh, we've uh, we've 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 lost a lot, a lot of people that we that that are prominent that we know. We've lost. We've uh, we've we've gone through a turbulent time as a nation. Just the whole, uh, no matter where you fall on the political spectrum, the whole process has just been brutal and taxing and, and toxic and, and and ugly. And uh, even the you know just it's just it's just been a it's been a challenging year for for, for a lot of things as a nation as as a people maybe maybe for the planet. Uh, but this morning, I want to encourage you, because it's easy having come through difficult times to allow your life to be ruled and controlled by fear and by insecurity. I was telling about 10 different people in the last couple of weeks, uh, what I've experienced recently is, at this point in my life, you know, I'm, I'm finally a grandfather, right? And I know I don't look like one either. And, uh i, uh, I uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm a man of a certain age, and uh, you 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 always envision that when you get to a certain place in life and i, I mean i 'm really totally engaged in the, what I do and who I am, but you kind of hope that at some point you get to this point where things in the world around you kind of kind of line up in a way that give you some sense of i, I, I of security and for me and for many of us. We, uh, those of us who are over fifty, I think we find ourselves coming of age in, in a world that is that is changing so rapidly, and there are so many things that are up in the air, and so many things that are so uncertain that it makes you wow. It's like I didn't for this. But let's decide this morning to not. Uh oh, got ahead, got ahead. Let's decide to not. If you got the U version, you saw it already anyway. Let's decide to not succumb to that. I want to I want to encourage you this morning to drop the blanket. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me explain to you what I mean. And, and before I do that, I want to go to our responsive reading. And you can do it sitting down because this is our text reading. And so I just wanted to incorporate this into the message this morning. It's in your bulletin. And uh, okay. Um, it's Luke 2, 8 to 14 from the ESV. You ready? I'll give you a moment to get it. I ask you again, are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Beautiful snapshot of, of the Christmas story there in the Gospel of Luke. Now, it's interesting, isn't it, that that the word, notice those words, fear not, fear not. Um, the uh, shepherds there, keeping watch over their flock by night. I guess if you saw, if I saw some angels in the middle of the night, I may be a little a little afraid. But one of the things you find in the Gospels is that there are these numerous times surrounding the birth of Jesus, surrounding the events of his birth, that, where there are these angelic appearances, and there are always these words, fear not, do not be afraid. I want to base this message this morning on a piece I read by a guy named Jason Sarosky. But this is, not, this is not an original thought. Uh, but Swarovski noted this, that um, and those of you that are old enough, I remember on, on December 9th, 1965, I know where I was. Um, I was sitting... Uh, in the den at my house, I grew up in in, in Carson in Center View, uh, and I was watching on our newly purchased color TV. Hello, uh, this thick with tubes, all aglow. Right, I was watching something that came on TV that was something like I had never seen. That was the Charlie. You know, it was a Charlie Brown Christmas. Now, many of you have seen it for you've seen it every year for years and years and years. I I got tired of it after a while. I have to admit. But I remember when it first aired. I remember when it came out. And when it came out, it was, it was, it was some controversy, particularly on the part of the networks and on the part of, of uh, the TV industry because things like jazz music and actual children doing the parts and no laugh track, those things were a little bit, a little bit uh, risky at the time, but it was a tremendous success over 50 years ago. It's that's, that's pretty amazing, and it's still popular today. And the music, of course, Vince Giraldi's, track, and what have you, is more as popular as ever. Uh, And so it seems in in, in light, in comparison to some of the things that our kids are are exposed to, some of the technology, some of the entertainment, it seems rather tame and rather archaic, but it really, it it was well done. And one of the things that was fascinating, and some of us realized early on, was that they treated the gospel aspect of the Christmas story with deep respect. And we we came came to learn later that Charles Schultz, the the, uh, Writer of Peanuts, was, it was a, a, a believer and uh, actually very intentional in, in the way he handled those issues. And so it was one of those rare and beautiful moments in popular culture where the gospel got embraced and got uh, expressed in a way that was culturally cool and relevant, but in a way that was pretty much fairly unvarnished and and it 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 was it was able to speak for itself. Of course, we know uh, that. Uh, well, one of the things that happens is that, and we know about Linus, right? Um, there, you know, we know Charlie Brown for always that, that stupid striped shirt, right? And then we know uh, Linus for the, the, the blanket, right? Any of you have, a, I mean, I know there are a lot of big coats. I don't think anyone has, has a blanket with you today. Uh, uh, maybe you have a scarf or whatever. But he always clung to that blanket. We talk about security blankets, right? And that was kind of his thing. He was known for that. And so one of the things that Jason, uh, the guy who I read, the thing that that got his attention uh, and that caused him to comment on on this was that right in the middle of this one segment here, uh, Linus drops the blanket right in the middle of speaking. Finally. Finally, he drops the blanket. And uh, Linus is associated with that blanket, and nobody could ever... Separate him from that blanket. It's like some of you, your phone is like that. You, you are inseparable. That's how you are, right? You, you back. That's probably like me, actually, to where it's like, you know, I, I got to where when I, I'm in a parking lot somewhere. I have to move my car a short distance. I realize, I feel like a real, a real daredevil when I drive with my seatbelt off. <laughs> now I hear people, you know, that have auto access and they flew out the car. They didn't have. I, I don't. I. I, I always wear my seatbelt because the alarm in my car would go off, beep, 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 and bug me. But it's always, it's always exciting to go, like, i got to move the car from here, like, over there, and, and I'm just going to go, no, no seatbelt. But now it's like it's a big adventure if I have to leave home and I realize I left my phone. I'm already five miles away, and i got to be where i got to be in ten minutes. I can't go back. The adventure of living without the iPhone for the next four or five hours. I've had a couple of times where that happened. And sometimes I'll tell my wife, she'll forget her. i said, that's all right, you got me. I, I have mine, but it's like, that's not the same, right? But for Linus, it's always the blanket, always the blanket. And he never, he refuses to give it up. But in this moment, what happens is that he simply drops the blanket. In this climactic scene when he's sharing what Christmas is all about... In this moment, when he's reading this, this bit of the Christmas story, in this moment, notice that when he gets to the words, he, fear not, he drops the blanket. Fear not. I, I think, I think I get what Charles Schultz is trying to convey here. And it is this. If we will allow it, the birth of Christ, the Advent of Christ, Christ coming, God coming into the world in the form of a little baby. God coming into the world, the word having been made flesh and dwelling among us. That's what Christmas is all about. John's gospel, the prologue, chapter one, John breaks it down. He says he was in the world and though the world was made by him, the world knew him not. He said, he said, listen, but, but this is God in the flesh, the word who was with God, who was God. He has come among us. He has made his dwelling place among us. The idea is this this morning. If this is true, if Jesus coming means anything at all, it means to us that there is a huge fear not that God shouts to us. It should impact if we believe that Jesus was born if we believe that his birth means anything at all it should in the midst of in the face of our trials in the face of our insecurities in the face of our uncertainties in the face of our perplexities in the face of our of of our frustration i know none of y'all have that right the fact that jesus came into this world to take on our humanity. The fact that Jesus came into this world, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God says to us on this Christmas morning, as those... Angels had to reassure those shepherds and as Mary would have to be reassured in other people and all through the Old Testament, various times when God shows up, or when angels are talking to people, or when people in perilous places and experiencing incredible visitations in those moments, the word is fear not. I think this Christmas I'm gonna give myself a present. Maybe I actually already did, but that's another I think this, this, this Christmas, I think I'm going to dare go into this new year to drop the blanket on some stuff. Yeah. I, I think it's time to, to hear the message of Christ having come into this world and to, to let go of some fears that have been holding me back to, to relinquish some of the insecurities and then some of the blankets. Y'all know about blankets? Yes. Say, I don't have no, no blanket. You got blankets. You know what I'm talking about. Well, your blanket might be that habit that you're, that, that you're holding on to because it, it, it comforts you in your insecurities when you need to learn to step out on faith and trust God and rely upon his word and stand on his promise. Your blanket might be, might be that, 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 that thing that you're leaning on for security that won't provide you security. Your money will never secure you. You you can't find that necessarily in a relationship with somebody else. It's something you have to find in God and God alone. You, we're talking about blankets this yes, morning. Yes. There are fears, there are insecurities, there are things that we allow to drive our lives or to in profound ways inhibit us and attenuate us and hold us back and rob us of the privilege of being everything we were created to be and living the abundant life that Jesus talks about in John, the 10th chapter, when he says the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it and live it to the full. We got blankets that keep us from, 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 from moving into that and walking in that and living that. But the birth of Jesus is meant to separate us from our fears. Dropping the false security that we cling to. The things we've been grasping so tightly and cling to him instead. Again, I think we we all realize that the world can be a fearful and a frightful place, and we're experiencing we look around us in the world today. But in the midst of all that uncertainty, this simple message from a 50-something-year-old cartoon, hopefully, as we put it, alongside the scripture text from which this is taken, should encourage us this morning to celebrate this Christmas with gratitude and thanksgiving for the real gift, which is Jesus, and then to avail ourselves of the totality of what that gift means. Again, where we leave off clinging to the blankets of money, possessions, position, reputation, hard to hold on to Jesus when you're holding on to your blanket. Right. Matter of fact, in three scripture passages uh, associated with the scripture story, Luke 1.30, Matthew 1.20, and, and Luke 2.10 here, in each instance, the angel of the Lord tells, in, 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 in sequence, tells Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds to fear not. It's as though the, the angels are saying to Mary, drop the blanket. To Joseph, drop the blanket. And to these shepherds, drop the blanket. Let go of your doubt. Let go of your fear. Release your reputation. Don't worry so much about your standing in the community. Stop tripping so hard over what people think about you and how much, whether folks like you or not, or how popular you are, how many Facebook friends you have. And know this, because of Jesus, because he came, because of what we celebrate this Christmas morning, we know it's true what Paul writes in Romans eight twenty eight that God works in everything. Or to put it another way, all things in God work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Passage of Scripture in Hebrews, chapter 2. The writer here takes us Down to the fundamental core fear that plagues all of us as human beings. He says, since the children of flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity. That's what Christmas is about. So that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. Did you see that? He shared our humanity. That's his birth, his coming. But by his death, and for us as Christians, by the way, the birth of Christ it means it means everything but it means everything only in context with the death of Christ he was born to die and he died to rise again so the writer says he shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death that is the devil i want you to know something this morning one of the things we celebrate on christmas morning is the fact that the devil's power over you over your mind over your emotions over your life over your heart as exercised through this one primal fear, the fear of death, right? The devil. And then he goes on saying, free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Now, uh, he goes on, for surely it is not angels he helps, speaking of Jesus, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way in order that he might Become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. And so, again, that primal fear of death. Now, there are none of us that wants to die. There are some of us who dread the thought for several reasons. We don't. We we as humans, even as Christians, we are still sometimes un- uncertain about the process about what will happen we understand the word but I don't think there's anyone here today that just says I just you know I just time you know <laughs> most of us feel as though we have some living to do we have some things to accomplish some people to love and some 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 tasks to, to finish some 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 debts to discharge some some relationships to to, to to tend to we have things we have a reason for living but 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 we're not that doesn't mean that we have to be bound by and controlled by the fear of death. We've been liberated through Christ taking on our humanity. And so, again, bottom line is this. You hear the word of the angels? Fear not. Don't be afraid. Or Maybe it's your brother down the street. Don't be scared. Drop your blanket. Realize in that moment as you... And, and, and may God grant you this kind of Linus moment in your life today and this week and going into the new year. It's, you know that moment when, when something really... When you kind of really get it. Some of you have had those moments. Where you heard something said in a sermon and one day, like Linus, when he speaks those words, fear not. And in that moment, there's something... It seems to in a visceral way register with his with him personally and he and he and he drops the blanket and symbolically representing him, you know. Hey, I don't need to hide behind this. I, I hope that you have this kind of experience. I hope that I hope that in your relationship with God, I hope that through your interaction with the people of God and, and hanging out and fellowshipping and, and communing and, and, and listening to the word and studying the word and through prayer and through worship and through all the things that you do, I hope that your 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 quiet time, your devotional time, it, it, you know, do whatever. I hope that it's that as you move forward, that I, I pray that God would bless you with this 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 gift of having this kind of moment, that kind of moment, that that blanket dropping moment when you realize I don't need and you fill in the blanks anymore. I don't need this anymore. I don't need to to depend on that. I I don't need to hold back anymore. I don't need to be ashamed of who I am anymore. I don't need to to fear the future anymore. Yes, it's it's a wild and woolly ride. I have no idea what what the future holds, and neither do you. But that's okay. That doesn't have to inhibit me or hold me back from living my life to It's interesting because if you think you don't know about tomorrow today, I think about some of the people of God have gone on before us I, I was I, I, in fact I uh, played the song with uh, Lewis at uh, actually two different funerals in in one week uh, I attended a lot of funerals this year I, t- I was at two this week I'm, I, let me just mention uh, Thank you for your prayers for Greg and Tammy. His um, aunt's funeral was a beautiful service. They buried her and did the service in Texas yesterday. They're doing well, and they'll be back soon. But Greg and, and, and Tammy have been tending to the death of Aunt Cora. Very difficult for him, her, but um, they've, God is getting them through that. But they, th- this is what folks used to sing. They'd say, I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. And on and on, and then the chorus says, "Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand." I, that for me, I think I can I can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can drop my blanket and I can move on. So this Christmas, uh, he's trying to escape. <laughs> This Christmas, let that baby, that wonderful child born in a manger on Christmas morning so many years ago, let him be your courage in this new year. Let him be your strength. Let him be your confidence. Let him be your encouragement. Let him be the one who emboldens you. Let that child be the one who emboldens you and encourages you and challenges you you to live your life in faith, to live your life in courage, to live your life with fearlessness. Let the righteousness of Christ, right? Right? Let that be your blanket yes. in Jesus' name. Yes. Let's pray. Father God, this morning in the name of Jesus, thank you for, you can remain seated. You don't have to stand. That's okay. I'm on, I'm, I want you to rest. <laughs> I know me too. <laughs> no, <laughs> Excuse me, Lord. <laughs> Musicians. We need a bigger church because this one is too small. I can't do things smooth up in here because it's like this. <laughs> and I'm trying to teach these guys to be smooth. See, I've been doing this. I've been doing this thing for like almost 50 years. So I learned when I was young how to like slide in on or you know slide. I'll be out and ask these guys if let's go up here. Hey, Scorpio, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pastor. I'm gonna tackle him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's take a moment though uh, let, let's let's allow let's allow the Spirit of God to to just deal with us to speak to us how many of you would say and this is you know how many of you just and just by a showing of hands this is just as a, as a gesture of your faith who would say Charles pray for me I want the this year I want the reality of Jesus birth I want that to be the my source of confidence in this coming year. How many of you want that? You know, all right, let me ask you this. Are, are you willing to drop the blanket? Father God, in the name of Jesus this morning, we thank you for your grace and your mercy on this beautiful Christmas morning. Thank you for this room full of people who came out to celebrate this glorious and joyous day with us today. We thank you for uh, the, the opportunity to gather and to remember, to reflect, to sing the carols of the season and to, uh, to enjoy your presence and to enjoy one another this Christmas morning. And, Lord, we realize that it's, it really is not all about just hanging all the mistletoe and getting to know somebody better. It's not just about having a merry little Christmas or the weather outside is frightful. It's not just about chestnuts roasting on an, on an open fire and Jack Frost better not nip at my nose. But, Lord, it's about, it's about you. Yeah. And thank you that we can embrace all the cultural trappings. But in the middle of it all, we realize that it, it, you are the reason for the season. And we this morning, we hear you speaking to us. As, as the angels spoke to Mary and Joseph and the shepherds, we hear you saying to us, in this turbulent season of, of, of life, fear not. Yeah. And, Lord, we receive those words. And I pray that you would give us confidence to live boldly and confidence to live with faith and confidence to move forward into our future. Even when we have to say, as the song says, we, I don't know about tomorrow. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, there are many things I don't understand, but we know you. And so, Lord, you are our, you are our security. So bless each one here today. Lord, those who, for whom this holiday season brings brings memories sometimes of unpleasant times, memories of, of the, the Christmas, Christmases that, that did not go so well, the Christmases where there were family and, and relational challenges. Lord, Lord, I just pray that you would just touch us all with your grace and, and just bring healing to our hearts. Let this day today, the rest, I just want to bless the rest of this day for everyone under the sound of my voice. That it will be a day of joy, a day of rest, a day of relaxation, a day of peace, but a day of reflection on on what your coming means. and, and, And then that we move forward from here, allowing that to make a difference in our lives. And as we do that as well, may we be people who demonstrate to those in the world around us the significance of your coming by the way that we love others and the way that we share the good news of the gospel with people in the world around us and the way that we serve others because we've been served by you. We gift others because we've been gifted by you. We can give freely because we freely receive. So we thank you and we praise you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen.